0: Hello and welcome. The name of this podcast series is Taboo Truths and Tales. So why these particular T words are all in the title? You may may want to know. Fair question. It's because this podcast deals with subject matter considered to be taboo. This podcast deals with a person's perception of truths. And this podcast deals with storytelling tales of fiction told by an individual. You need to choose for yourself what you perceive as truths versus tales because very often in real life that distinction is not crystal clear. This podcast is marked explicit What that means, you should not listen to this podcast if you happen to be under the age of 18 or if someone under age 18 is listening there with you. Explicit means nobody under age 18 should be listening to this podcast series. So here we go. Taboo Truths and Tales it is hosted by Madeira de Souza. That's me. Some of you may know me by my nickname as Woody. Whatever you want to call me, I welcome you here to this podcast which is definitely intended for people who are 18 or older. Thank you. Now, let's get started.
1: And now, drum roll please. Here on the Taboo Truths and Tales podcast series, it is once again time for another narrated fiction episode. This one is not spiritual at all. Not one bit. But you may have noticed that this episode has a title which Christians can quote from the Bible. And they worship the beast. Yes, it is a line of scripture from the book of Revelation. Go look it up, my children, ye shall see. I say unto you. And they worship the beast is an original narrated story of fiction in the horror genre with a gay male twist. It was written especially for the Taboo Truths and Tales podcast series by Madera De Souza.
2: I am controlled forever by an alien beast. Yes, you heard my words correctly. Let me be really honest with you here, I am a man just like other men who enjoy very persistent sexual fantasies. I frequently see myself inside a comfortable resort beach house. The sprawling structure sits atop a rocky hill overlooking the sea. I am completely alone with a young naked man. He is good looking and has lots of muscles. That is my absolute favorite fantasy. Young naked guy. Good looking. Lots of muscles. Then there's that top of the line beach house like you would find exclusively at the best coastal resorts. Palm trees. Perfect sunny and warm weather. Light breezes. The scent of salt water from the ocean nearby. And best of all, plenty of free time for me and the naked muscular guy to share our robust sexual appetites with each other unbothered by the annoying concerns of everyday ordinary life. I am Anton. I hope you believe what I will tell you. My fantasizing brought certain outcomes I never expected. I discovered my sexual fantasies about what can happen at a beach resort had become true for me. Suddenly, I felt set free and happy as if for the first time. And could you blame me? I was experiencing non-stop pleasures in real life that once had only been imaginary sexual thoughts in my head. Being at that resort beach house felt magical. That is how I thought of it. But the magical feelings were replaced with fear and worry. I wake up naked on my back in the sand near the splashing waves onto the shore. I could not figure out how I had gotten there. This becomes a repeating experience for me. I shared that resort beach house with Zane who is a young muscular guy. He and I reclined together in the sand fully naked for hours on end. There is nothing else to occupy our time. So I happily spend hours fucking Zane. Why not? Zane wants to get fucked by me. And I want to fuck Zane. Our needs are satisfied. Then, one day Zane admits to me that he also remembers awakening while lying on his back in that same sand where I woke up. I grow more worried as I start opening up to Zane about my own memories. Zane was the one who first put into words the description of what we both were experiencing. He tells me how he remembers some sort of creature, the exact word Zane used. Some sort of creature. Zane describes a big and strongly threatening creature who watches us all the time and follows us everywhere we go. What Zane tells me challenges my perceptions. I guess I could say that I wanted to keep believing I was merely dreaming. Yet Zane tells me about identical dreams he had. This convinces me that Zane and I are genuinely in the presence of what I start referring to as the beast. The beast I see resembles a human male. His arms and legs are well developed and powerful. He has translucent dark skin and sharp nails on his hands and feet that are dangerous if you get too close to him. And the beast is especially gifted in his genital region. He is exceptionally large where it matters the most. But it is his pointed ears which convince me that the beast clearly is not from planet Earth. And then there is his long thick cock. To me, the beast seems real. Not a fantasy or a nightmare. Zane and I have identical dreams about the beast. And people do not share identical dreams. We all know that is true. What a discovery we have made. I come to accept beyond any doubt that the beast has captured me and Zane and other men from Earth and mysteriously transported us all to a planet not our own. We all end up at that gorgeous resort near the sea. A place that serves as a playground for the beast. He overpowers and then repeatedly rapes all us men whom he captured from Earth. I accept that I am only one of his many victims and I know I am not at all significant to him. I discover it is impossible for me to defend myself against the beast. The beast is physically stronger than me and much bigger too. His dominant physical power makes me seem small and defenseless compared to him. When I am on the receiving end of his massive cock, I have absolutely no words to describe the sensations he brings me. I come to accept that all the other men from earth abducted by the beast are all having the same or similar experiences. Zane and I vow to avoid the beast out of a sense of self-preservation. Zane urges me to stay with him inside the resort beach house behind a closed door where Zane believes incorrectly that we will be able to avoid the beast. We stay in bed pretending that a closed door can save us from the beast. Fucking stupid idea. Zane finally confides in me that the beast rapes him on a repeated basis. He feels ashamed for being sexually assaulted so many times by the beast. Zane tells me that he feels what we are experiencing is happening over and over again. As Zane and I compare what we remember from our experiences with the beast, it becomes clear to us that we are witness to other men also being raped like we are. We both conclude that the other men abducted from earth also are apparently stuck in a loop of time that repeats the experience of getting fucked by the beast. Zane and I also both are witnessing the beast killing the other man from earth that he had captured, each man from earth dies in often different ways at the hands of the beast, impalement, drowning, beheading, hanging, strangulation. The screams of us dying men never affects the looping timelines in which we are trapped, this is all any of us knows. Zane and I also are eyewitnesses to the beast sexually torturing and then butchering men together in groups of up to three men, he seems to favor the group murder approach, he prefers to end the lives of the group of men using his sharp fingernails and toenails and teeth like razor blades. The reality is we see a sequence of continuing butchery ironically situated beneath peaceful palm trees on the beach. But I come to conclude that the beast treats me differently compared to all the other men from earth that he abducted. I believe that the beast communicates with me and nobody else. Whenever the beast makes physical contact with me, I hear his thoughts telepathically. He never speaks any words out loud to me. I am not aware that the beast even has any language that he can vocalize using his mouth. I discover I have no choice but to accept the role of a slave for the beast. He conveys to me using mental telepathy that he demands to be worshipped by me and all the other men from earth he had abducted and transported to his home planet. He tells me to teach them what the beast has said to me. We are to bring him gifts of fresh fruit that grow behind the beach house. The expectation is that we hand deliver our gifts of fruit to his hands as a symbol of our worship. It's so it is written in ancient texts, and they worship the beast. Who is able to wage war with him? And they worship the beast. I cannot fight the beast. Nobody can. So I offer him bright red apples as my required gift. The beast always responds in the same way. He torments me and threatens me. Then he rapes me and cuts off my cock and balls before killing me brutally by beheading me. Same as always. I know now that before I die, my manhood is stolen from me. I know I lose my life by losing my head. Same as always. Over and over again. The beast devours my gift of an entire plate of bright red apples. That plate of fruit also holds my most essential severed body parts which he swallows. Unfortunately for my sanity, I also became an unwilling witness to how the beast treats Zane, the only man I have ever loved in my entire life. After tormenting and threatening Zane, the beast lubricates Zane up from head to toe using some naturally occurring liquid at the resort. The lube allows the beast quickly to shave off all Zane's body hair except his eyebrows. Then the beast positions the hairless Zane over a roaring outdoor fire tied to a metal spike. I am forced to observe Zane screaming as he is roasted alive again and again like a pig at a luau, and I also become an eyewitness to the beast eating Zane's manhood and severed head after roasting Zane. I have seen such devastatingly violent actions by the beast so many times that I easily have memorized every second of time that keeps repeating. I know every last detail about the intense suffering we men from Earth who were abducted continue to endure on the home planet of this unnamed beast. Our experiences never stop. We are under the full control of the beast. Also under the control of the beast are space and time. There is no rational reason for any of this, I just accept what I must accept, and so should you. The beast demands that I tell you what I am experiencing on his planet. Why? So you will not be surprised if you were to wake up some day and you are naked on a remote beach, think about a beast eating your body parts. I want you to understand that the beast reigns supreme over everything anyone knows on planet Earth. There is no stopping him. Nothing and nobody on Earth is more powerful than the beast. Why is the beast allowed to continue on and on and on? I decide that acceptance is the only response. This means that you or Zane or me or any other man the beast controls just goes through what the beast wants to happen. The beast abducts men from earth because he can keep doing so. There is no stopping him. The beast from another planet satisfies his appetites and his need for ongoing pleasures brought on by his sexual tormenting and then killing men from earth who scream in terror. This may just be the natural order of the universe. I have accepted that I shall be held under the beast's complete domination within his time loops on his planet. I shall live forever, and I also shall keep dying forever. So it is written in ancient texts, and they worship the beast. I wonder what you will do with the awareness I have just given
1: you. You just heard, and they worship the beast. An original narrated story of fiction in the horror genre with a gay male twist. It was written especially for the Taboo Truths and Tales podcast series by Madera D'Souza. Be sure to let others know about this episode called And They Worship the Beast to share what you heard today. I hope you will go to the website TabootruthsandTales.net and search for the episode named And They Worship the Beast. Well, why do that? Your reward for doing so is you will find many explicit and uncensored images which accompany this story of highly masculine men in peril knocking on heaven's door let me thank you all for your ongoing loyalty to the Taboo Truths and Tales podcast series we love you all and want to be with you always yes we really do